0: Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to
1: be nice to the people you
0: can't stand all year. Hey Washington DC, guess what? In just a few short days we are going to be inside you making with the laugh laugh at the DC improv. Oh no. <laughs> Way to get all super excited, Steve! I mean, just you know, I just we're going to be going to DC. We're not getting in on anybody, right? We're going to no. be
1: inside the city limits. Well, inside the DC Improv. That's oh. right. Downstairs
0: in the lounge. We're going to be taking it to the lounge, everybody. Taking it inside, <laughs> I guess. We will be at the seven thirty
1: show. Is that right? Yeah. Seven thirty.
0: Okay. Uh, Olympus has fallen. Right. I've been saying White House down all week, so I better get that straight before we get inside the city limits. Well, I bet we'll watch that movie before
1: we go. Probably. We'll Here's the thing. The live show's going to be on one of those two movies.
0: <laughs>
1: and then uh, the late show, the 9.30 show? The 945? 9.45? 9.45 yeah. show. We're talking Waterworld. Check your tickets. It's sold out, so you have them. You know when to show up. The cool thing
0: is, uh, we'll be selling some WHM merch at the show, so bring some cash cash with you. Show exclusive, by the way. Show exclusive. uh, Friend of the show, Chris Walton, uh, designed this kick-ass limited edition print for the DC show. Uh, Now, Steve, I assume that you have some information on hand. Where our listeners can check out some uh, some of the work of this fine gentleman. Yeah, Chris is amazing. He was awesome to deal with on this commission. Uh, did did a great job. Was really good at taking notes. Really good at making the right adjustments. Get, gave us exactly what we wanted and more. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, which you should. C Walton uh, seventy three. Um, and you can also go to his website to sort of purchase stuff and look at cool stuff that he's done. At Christopher C H R I S T O. P H E R the Russian spelling walton.daportfolio.com. Dot uh, So and we'll probably we'll put, tweet out a link as well. Uh, yeah, this will be all over social media. You're, yeah, but you're, just, you're reading things. I don't. I don't yeah. trust you. But yeah, so you want to check that out. You want to follow him on Twitter. You want to say, Hey, awesome job. We're also doing a little bit of a. We're changing the banner this week. Kind of teasing
1: a little bit. Show right, right on our Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash We Hate Movies. You can see what. This poster sort of looks like, kind of hinting it a little bit. A little teaser image, we'll and call hey, that. Hey, while you're there, like that page. Sure. Like hey, it. like it.
0: Like it up. Like it. Uh, also, cash only, by the way. We don't have a square yet, so no. bring some cash. Yes, that's, that's kind of the whole point of this uh, very long plug, which you've probably fasted forwarded because you don't have tickets. But you, if you do, <laughs> God bless you and do all that stuff. So God bless you, DC. We'll see you this Saturday. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadek, Eric Siska, and this is another We Hate Movies anniversary show. Yay. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in as always. As I said at the top, we are celebrating an anniversary once again. It's a bit of a sad anniversary this year. We do not have Christopher Cabin in studio. Uh, we miss him dearly. He is still, of course, a firm part of the show. Absolutely. Very firm. Part really? of the
1: We Hate Movies family. How firm exactly?
0: Oh, have you seen that took us lately? Oh, it's firm as fuck.
1: Good to know. <laughs>
0: So in his honor and in his absence, we're doing one of his favorite movies that he always wanted to get on the show. And we're dicks. Uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey from 1991, directed by Pete Hewitt. This is, of course, the sequel. to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which is indeed the superior film. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. No, this is... You'll uh, get some dissenters, which is fine. And I I do think this is... Yeah, dissent. I don't give a shit. This is a we love movies a bit... Kind of almost all around the right. corner. Yeah.
1: It's it's a fun enough movie. I think I'd recommend it. But also, it's okay to like a movie. You can like a movie. You can look at a movie and enjoy watching it. I, I think this
0: is it's... the anniversary of Eric's advent of it's okay to like a movie. <laughs> I would go further and say it's almost always okay to like a Keanu Reeves movie. right? Guaranteed. Guaranteed <laughs> goddamn team. That's right. Dude, like, I watched that uh, Magic Mailbox movie of his. Oh, really? Wait, The Lake House? The Lake House. And I was like, while I was watching it with, with the missus. And we yeah. were like, this is fucking stupid. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I was like, you know what? At least Keanu Reeves is in this movie. Sure. That's, he is a fucking treasure.
1: That movie's like Frequency,
0: right? <laughs> yes, it's like Frequency, but with a mailbox instead of a radio.
1: And he's talking to his dad at the old lake house. No, he's talking to Sandy Bullock. Was that like? Whoa,
0: that sounds like it could be a little hot. Oh yeah, dude. Was this movie like a dare to be like, let's make frequency make even less sense? And someone's like, no, you can't do that. What Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? Oh no! (laughs) Oh, the the Lake House. (laughs) Yes, but it's a sexy frequency, right? Mm -hmm. It's a sexy ass frequency, but it makes no sense. But that's the funny thing about. uh, That's a good place to start. This makes so much less sense than Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I think in order to accept the time travel physics of this movie, you have to accept the idea that time is a fluid thing that's already, already happened. You know what I mean? Because like
1: you're saying, everything's set. What is going to happen happens. There's no free will. Yeah. pretty much. You have destiny. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, pretty much actually. Because, I believe that because this movie starts with uh, Mr. Diplomatic Immunity from. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. That, a... is, that yeah. is
1: diplomatic immunity. Right? I ran to the computer to double check because. <laughs> <laughs> that is a diplomatic immunity guy. If I ever saw one, and from, from *Lethal Th- Weapon* 2.
0: Okay, I just want to get, diplomatic immunity. Get get How many times is someone mentioning diplomatic immunity in movies? I I raced the computer because he was Hans from uh, *Mighty Ducks*. Oh yeah, you're right. I made these little shoes for my little ducks. Fly, little ducks! Quick, quick, quick! <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're totally right. Uh, no, but he's saying some nonsense about, like, it is now at this point where they are about to reach the talent show. And I'm that, like, that's wait, what? That doesn't take any goddamn, it's always now, like, if you have a time machine, they're always about to get to that talent show. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's always, Lincoln's always getting shot in a circle of time. You can always oh, stop Oh, I love it. thinking about that. You know, I was re-watching <laughs> Birth of a Nation the other night. Oh! Because I got it on Blu-ray mm-hmm. for free. But, man, they fucking blow his head off in that movie. Oh, do you they really? What... It's some pre-code cinema, man. I've never seen it.
1: Future great Hollywood director, Raoul Walsh, is the uh, John Wilkes Booth.
0: Is that right? Yeah. Oh, weird. <laughs> I think it's uh ageless vampire Raoul Julia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wish he I was know. an ageless know, vampire. Yeah, that he might be hope. still
1: out there. He <laughs> might check check your check under your bed before you go to bed. I
0: mean, I know they buried him. Did they ever check though? Did they you know what I mean? You bury the body, do you check w- a couple days later? He was, was he buried or burned?
1: I think he was buried and he was buried in his uh Dracula robes, right? <laughs> oh, oh oh you're
0: th- you're thinking of Bell Lugosi.
1: Oops. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> Roland <Robert laughs> Julie ever play Dracula? He should have. I don't. Th- I think uh, Gomez was probably the closest he got. Right.
0: I think that's as ghoulish as he got. That's unfortunate. unfortunate. Well, Anyways, so uh, Joss Ackland is this actor's name. Oh yeah, thank you. And he's just he- he's the world's bi- he's exactly who I would imagine I would be in this Bill and Ted future. You could fucking keep your head-banging utopia, all right. That's what's hilarious about this movie is that like this sequel, like musically is too little too late. Yes. Like we're talking 1991. No one gives a flying shit about like this music that they insist on listening to is going out the door. So, yeah, it would not last into this fucking future society as the savior of humanity. But there's this idea that Bill and Ted will someday somehow change the world when they get their shit together. And it's kind of funny that they haven't gotten it together yet, (laughs) which is kind of the gag of this movie. Wasn't like the end of that first movie them supposedly getting it together? They still can't. Did they know how to play at the end of that? I forget. Or they were starting to understand it. I don't
1: think so. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't remember how that first one really ends. But this, I will give, the future in this movie is different than the future in the second, in the first one. The future in the first one is very like, oh. Yeah. And it's like Clarence Clemens and they're like being really weird about everything. I forgot the big man's in that He plays like the (laughs) high father of something or other. It's, you know what it is? It's very, uh, uh, Kryptonian, mm-hmm. yeah, in, in origin. Well, this I feel. is probably
1: like a few years after yes. that, this and t- like they, everyone's wearing like Crocs and stuff.
0: <laughs> Everything's plastic. Everybody's it's a wearing- world run by Mario Batali. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so apparently, beloved, legendary, I miss him every day of my life. George Carlin is. Again, reprising his role as Rufus. For 10 seconds. Yeah. And I guess he's like the dean of Bill and Ted University or something. Traded up that cloak uh, trench coat for a plastic one. Dude, it, the clothes in this movie. They they all look like they're wearing bad Comic-Con costumes. Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: And by the way, I think Rufus is running some type of scam. That university sounds bogus.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's like Trump University. I
1: actually think Rufus in these movies may be history's greatest time criminal. Dude, do you oh. think he's the
0: Phantom Menace? I think so. I
1: think he's <laughs> prop. He's like, I go back in time Get these dumb kids from the Circle K, prop them up as my puppets, my puppet regime, Uh and suddenly... I'm calling the shots in the future, you know. Wow, you're kind of
0: totally right.
1: I think it, I think that's what happens because there's no way they become as great
0: as they do. Because if the timeline exists without any intervention, they just grow up to be deadbeats and they like die in a box car, right? Rufus right? <laughs>
1: sets. He's he's getting. He keeps going back in time, setting up all the smoke and mirrors. Yes, yes, to yes. make this thing happen. Speaking of smoke, by the way, please. Do we have an? If answer? you got him, yeah.
0: Do we have an answer as to why they're not constantly smoking weed and drinking in these movies? I don't. I, I think it's because these are almost kids' movies. I think that's it too. Yeah. Is that
1: true? Like, I mean, yeah, I, I guess. I think so, they're right? probably. Like, this one's rated PG. I think. Right, yeah. but every moment the camera's not on them, yeah, they're like bonging they're... it up or something. <laughs>
0: It's just insane that they don't smoke pot, and especially when we get to Bill and Ted's apartment and they're just watching Star Trek. I'm like, what the fuck are we waiting for, guys? You're sitting there. You're, you're, you're 19 years old. Mm-hmm. You don't go to college. You've graduated high school. You're yep. unemployed. Right. You have your own apartment somehow and you're watching Star Trek alone with your buddy, of course you are smoking weed. Yes. Of course you are. 24-7 smoking weed.
1: <laughs> Come on.
0: <laughs> One more question about the, uh, uh, the uh, presumed future of Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah. Did they die martyrs' deaths? They, there is that statue. There is that statue that that to me portrays a martyr. Listeners death.
1: at home, Andrew was taking a sip and almost spit it out at that line. There was almost green peach tea
0: uh, all over this computer. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I not much is known about the death of Bill <laughs> and Ted, but man. If they ever make this long supposed third movie, yeah. I hope it's addressed. Uh-huh. Because you have to imagine they go down in a ball of flames. Because that's... Look, think about John Lennon. Think about John Lennon v. Paul McCartney. Everybody loves yep. Paul McCartney, sure, you know. He's great. He'll bring him out for every Super Bowl you can get. But <laughs> John Lennon is the guy that people are weeping over, and he changed the fucking world. He right. You know why? Because he got shot in the goddamn head. Yeah. I, I think mean, that has a lot to do with it. Was that a headshot? I don't know. He I don't think he shot. But he got murdered. He got cut down in his prime. Therefore, aged very well, right. just like our friend Kurt Cobain. Well, he, right. Uh,
1: well, also, I. Uh, it's good to use the musician the musician analogy because Bill and Tedder want to be musicians, but they're also heads of state. So. <laughs> Okay, sure, this could true, be true. like a JFK sitch, you know? Mm-hmm. They're taking a parade route somewhere. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. One, of
0: them, one of them future par- well, actually, also I, I'm thinking of You've them got... like in this future, right? You
1: know, but you have to, they're not
0: living past what, what? 2040
1: 40 or something? 40 yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. of the lone gunman in the Kindle depository. <laughs> You know who
0: did it, by the way? The lone gunman from the X-Files? No, I got a a fan theory coming up here. Oh, mm -hmm. lay it on me. He doesn't appear in this movie, but his name is mentioned. Deacon, Ted's little brother. Oh, oh yeah. He's yeah. How much of tired. that shit can you s- handle, Deacon? Yeah. Oh, you're it's, totally right. He's maybe... getting fat like Jared Leto somewhere. He's getting all. <laughs>
1: he's reading The Catcher of the Rye over and over again. And maybe he might be in the line of succession if this is some type of ma- monarchy. Mm-hmm, that's, that's true, dude. That chapter twenty-seven
0: is one of the worst movies ever made. Jared Leto as mm-hmm. as fat. Uh, Lennon killer yeah, there. I skipped that. Yeah, How was
1: uh, Lindsay Lohan, though? Terrible. Right Right? Right? <laughs> in line with everything she's done for the most
0: part. <laughs> Keeping an average. So, uh, <laughs> basically, Joss Ackland, or what's his name? Demonolus or some such thing? Yeah, that's close enough. Something. and He's like, I will send these robots back to the future to destroy Billy Ted. <laughs> and Man, ro- evil robots, by the way. I you know I like these evil robot characters. Yep. They're a lot of fun. You can tell Alex Winter and uh, Keanu are having a ton of fun playing these guys. Absolutely, because they get to do the same character but just a little bit more ironically and a little bit meaner, which is just fun. And it is a testament to these two that these movies are what they are because they are committed to these characters. Oh yeah, like, you know we've all seen interviews with them and you know whatnot. Like they're so not. I mean say what you want about these movies, but this is an actor fucking acting, dude. Like, these are characters Mm -hmm. that they have made. And you can't, you know, you can't say anything about it. But yeah, them is the evil thing. It's nice to see them be mean, because like on the note of like these are kind of kids movies like Bill and Ted are kind of just big kids yes you know and they're that's why babies. like what yeah they are babies and like when the robots are being mean to them they're like god they're being mean to us you know <laughs> and they don't understand why even but yeah, yeah it's like you see them be nasty like shut up back there dudes and you're like fuck yeah evil robot <laughs> fuck yeah and uh, so they, they go in the the phone booth. Uh, not enough time travel in this movie by any stretch of the imagination. Oh no, because we're doing all sorts of interdimensional whatnots with the afterlife instead. But uh, Rufus, in a in a in a in a last ditch effort, goes down the time stream. Raw dog in it. Oh yeah, without a time yeah. like just holding onto a guitar string. The uh,
1: the rare George Carlin action sequence. <laughs>
0: Man, him getting pulled along. Yeah. Oh, it's silly. I would love it if they just had like some lawnmower man graphics of him just turning into sprinkles, like Dude, as he goes in the time stream. You know what? That's a possible deleted scene. Mm. Some sitting somewhere. No, they had in that first movie. They definitely had like. The time circuits. Yeah, and you, you saw the, the booth time booth, tunnel. Like, go through. Yeah, it was like a shittier sliders. Yes, if you could imagine <laughs> such a thing existing, if you could even imagine it. This is my question, by the way, because sometimes with these bigger movies, I'll say like, uh, "Well, we all know that everybody's seen this." Do you guys think that every this is an everybody has seen this movie? No,
1: no, I mean, we got some people that are so young that listen, you know, we got some five-year-olds now. Dude, I was
0: just talking about how I was watching Birth of a Nation, that movie's a hundred years old. Oh,
1: everyone's seen that. (laughs) But Bogus Journey...
0: Also, nah. it's, but it's on Netflix now. so Birth of a Netflix, Nation? No, thank God. Uh, Bogus, Bogus Journey. These, both of these movies are on Netflix. Bill, both, it, Bill, both
1: Bill and Ted's. I'm smelling a, a new uh, WHM challenge coming on. <laughs> you watch Birth of a Nation <laughs> and then Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Back to back? Back to back. Does
0: anyone have five and a half hours just sitting around?
1: Uh, let me think. Yep,
0: <laughs> I guess the hate is redeemed by the cheerfulness of Bogus Journey. That's uh, that's the way you want to watch those two movies. I probably. was
1: gonna say it the other way around. <laughs> um. So
0: then we, you know, after this whole, as Eric said, George Carlin action sequence, uh, we cut to Bill and Ted in the present day. They're playing in Wild Stallion. The princesses are on drums and keyboards, and this is barely a band mm-hmm. yeah there's just it's it's, just... Uh, it's always been barely a
1: band and they got recast right the princesses
0: yeah yeah oh did it. they really yes they definitely did oh okay um, i didn't i didn't check back and honestly the, the funny thing is like yeah it Go out and recruit a drummer, go out and recruit a a keyboardist, a bass player, let's get a put up some flyers, Bill and Ted. Yeah, I mean, I know and kind of appreciate your whole, like, let's keep this a Honeymooners type click. Yeah. Uh, And you just constantly want to hang out with your best friend and your girlfriend. It's kind of weird. It is, it's weird. (laughs) It's fucking weird. I can appreciate it, but it's kind of weird. Uh-huh. Go out and find actual musicians.
1: Or maybe anyone can try. (laughs) Try to learn the mu- the the, the uh, instrument. Well, the princesses somehow are better at their instruments than Bill and Ted are playing guitar. Of course, they had a Middle Evil education, which which is better than uh, modern day American. Were you taught drumming in medieval education? <laughs> well, keep in mind these are princesses. <laughs> The leisure no, arts. Noble birth. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. all art, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That's, is who's in charge, man. That's who has the luxury to to produce art. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, you're totally right. The um, sur- that's lowly why
0: serfs I can't do anything. Well, the Go lowly serfs it. make a podcast. That's <laughs> how it that works. Uh, oh, so cut to, uh, as Steve said to me earlier today, a pre-Quentin Tarantino, Pam Greer. You want to talk about getting caught in the time stream without a time machine. It's, it's <laughs> Pam Greer between like 1979 and <laughs> 97. It's just like, no, <laughs> my career. It's the late hold 70s to Jackie, like the bicentennial <laughs> to Jackie Brown. Yes, exactly. Man, which is a fantastic movie. Absolutely. It just um, better and better every day. She is playing now. At first, I thought that she was their manager. Yeah, and I was like, "This lady made a bad business decision." <laughs> like but who's she fucking? Wait. Like that's the only way... <laughs> the only way. If you were Pam, Green manage, Pam Greer managing Bill and Ted, is your fucking one
1: and or both of them? No, yeah. Rufus, man. That's yeah. what you'd think, right? I mean, she if she were the she was the manager, mm-hmm. right? She'd be like Goebbels in the new new uh, regime. Oh, that's actually true. Once Mounts, they rise
0: to power. Mountains of money. Mountains. <laughs> well, instead, she's just the manager of this talent show or a battle of the bands, excuse me. Yeah. And this
1: is not at the high school? It's, it's not. not at the high school. Oh, I thought it was the high no, school. No,
0: it's somewhere in San Dimas. And I think it's the biggest entertainment event San Dimas sees all year. And it's a great—it's ba- the best battle of bands you can imagine because you get twenty-five grand if you win and a two-year
1: record contract. Well, that's why Primus is in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
0: yeah, how that's Primus right. got started. They're in the movie. Yes. It's oh, crazy. Faith No More uh, was in there. The, yeah. the, 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 saying oh, they... the first of many station. Oh man, yeah.
1: And apparently, Faith No More has like some type of a, like a religious affiliation in this future society. Like, yeah, he's know, like a... they're like the mysticism end of this.
0: Yeah, whatever, the future in Bill and Ted.
1: <laughs> Try and figure that one out. Is Faith No More still around, or are they no
0: more? They might be around. I'm not sure. I, I, mean, think,
1: they might, I think they are. And
0: yeah. You know, I, I don't have an opinion on them either way. They're
1: going to come back big time in, um, <clears throat> let me check, 2060, wait. 2962. 20, Is, <laughs> wait, wait, 2691. 2691,
0: I apologize. Is Sorry. that the
1: year that we're Whew. talking in the yeah. future there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit... That's it's a ways off. A, yeah, that's in the future. So You won't be yeah. seeing
0: a lot of Facebook things when Bill and Ted's future comes to pass. <laughs> no one will be going nuts. People will be posting uh, just pictures of Bill and Ted with inaccurate statistics about their presidency. <laughs> <laughs> and sharing it with all their high school friends. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so she's like, oh, you guys suck, but I'll put you up. She, she, she does this bullshit. She's like, oh, you guys suck. So I'll put you guys on last. The best place to be in the Battle of the Bands is going last. Although it's also the headliner, yeah. Well, Pam Greer, no, she does say something about that'll be around midnight and most people will have gone home. Which I'm like, if you, for whatever reason, aside from knowing one of the acts, is attending a Battle of the Bands, wouldn't you want to see who wins this Battle of the Bands? No one's going home, Pam Greer. Idiot. Fucking mistake.
1: Also, there are film cameras or video cameras like they're broadcasting this stuff
0: yeah this thing i initially feel was being like televised on local San Dimas tv right but then yes. after some some gleep glop magic that happens that's broadcast all over the world yeah, thankfully we'll get to thankfully it. so now bill and ted are having a party <laughs> they they are going to propose to their girlfriends it's, it's like- the babes 500th 512th birthday. Are they twins? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. Were they sisters in that first movie? They're in the same castle, Mm. so probably. Actually, (laughs) yeah, I think
1: they probably are. Listen,
0: if you're taken out of your time and brought 500 years into the future, you can just kind of make up whatever birthday you want. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs)
1: And And also, you don't need to date the first uh, pair of stoners you see. (laughs) uh,
0: Yeah, so it's their birthday party, and like, they've apparently. Only invited their parents and parents' <laughs> friends? Yeah, I, it, and for some reason the mili- the the only to set himself up, uh the the uh recruiter for the military school is there.
1: Yeah, like Sergeant Oates or whatever. Yeah, Any, the anyone, dad's buddy. Anyone notice who played this guy?
0: Oh, it's been killing me, and I for some reason haven't gone to IMDB. It's Hilton from Mad Men. Hello. Oh, Con- Connie. Oh, yeah, really? Connie Hilton, Conrad oh, Hilton. Wow, oh wow. Wow, yeah. he
1: aged a bit <laughs> he did yes <laughs> but well he, this movie's 24 years old yeah sure but ted's father man that guy's great in these movies mm-hmm. oh yeah
0: um he was also on an episode of Mad Men. oh really yeah he was i forget which one um but yeah that dude's great this like he's selling it just as hard as anything
1: so now he's got missy bill now what was it it was bill's Stepmother, Stepmother. Mm-hmm. in the first movie, they got divorced, and now she married Ted's dad. So there's a mm, little gag there. There's a little bit of a gag, and also
0: Oats might be banging her too, though, because there's that thing where like she walks by and she like grabs him and is like, "Hi, Oatsy," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, Missy." <laughs> Missy's a liberated woman, man. Whatever. She's just <laughs> trying to make it work in San Dimas. Dude, they are trying to give Missy a little more to do in these movies, and I don't need it. No, I agree. You Missy, know what Mi- Missy can stay as two-dimensional as Missy started. Yeah <laughs> Give more to the princesses. The princesses do nothing. They, in yes, these they movies. are fucking chucked in the trunk of this movie. they're mm.
1: they are one-dimensional. Yes, they're just like they're princesses. <laughs> they're princesses wouldn't
0: it be interesting to be like what the fuck is television they see them do that thing right we also don't i mean it's not that far off but we don't know how much time has elapsed since the first film yeah we're we're assuming it's in real time so about two years they might
1: have been caught up by now they could have done like a johnny five information (laughs) and reading books real fast yeah they assimilated
0: also where do the princesses live because they go home every night.
1: They, they go do. home. Yeah, they yep. do. Oh my god. They're
0: not living with Bill and Ted, because that's you know, not wholesome. Bill, our girlfriends are very chaste. <laughs> or whatever Keanu Reeves says. Because yeah. I mean they're medieval princesses. Maybe
1: it's like a mental institution or something.
0: <laughs> I gotta drop the babes back off at the institute.
1: <laughs> I'm from the Middle Ages. Uh huh. Sure you're out here. Enjoy this injection. <laughs>
0: Go sit next to
1: Chief. <laughs> We're gonna play basketball in a little while. You and Danny DeVito and
0: Christopher Lloyd.
1: <laughs> but they already they already killed McManus and yeah yeah uh, yeah. yeah. Shock <laughs> uh, McMurphy McMurphy sorry. Um. So at this
0: point, uh, Bill and Ted propose to their girlfriends, the princesses, at the same time, and say, "Not will you marry me?" Like that. Will you marry us? Now do Which, you think it's a poly family? Yes I do. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to call it flip-flopping, but the, yeah. I think everybody's fucking everybody. You and think it's just, there's going to be swip-swapping? I think they're kind of starting a commune, right? If oh, you're going to marry ooh. us, you're not, you know what I mean? It's not, you're marrying to the collective. Yeah, that's some Manson shit right there. Right, and
1: like, <laughs> no, like what? whatever babies are born, man, we're just going to all raise them together.
0: Yeah, you're totally right. Communal living. You know what? Hashtag, you can keep it. <laughs>
1: But that's the I don't end. think all communal living is like that but. <laughs> at the end of the movie
0: it's weird because you know when they come back to from the future and they've learned everything and they're kind of dressed like uh ZZ Top Bill has a little baby on his back and Ted has a baby on his back and right. Bill has little Ted and Ted has little Bill I think everybody's fucking everybody It's a thing though where the fathers I feel the fathers of each kid are on um, Are holding their own kid, and they just name them after their best buddies. Right, yeah. I think is the thing. That might even be weirder. Oh, it's weirder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Trust me, it's weirder. Also, the whole thing about this proposal is it's all contingent on win the battle of the bands (laughs) plus record contract, e-money, if then marry the babes. Yes. Because as they say, they don't have jobs, they're totally broke. The, the 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 engagement rings are little, like, plastic. quarter machine plastic things. <laughs> Might
1: as well be an onion ring. <laughs> yeah. Some cold Burger King on your finger.
0: <laughs> Do you mind if I take it off? The grease is burning my hand. <laughs> <laughs> the princess is like, oh, yes, I'll marry thee. And I remember when I was going to rule a whole land, and now I'm just going <laughs> to.
1: <laughs> just fucking now I'm picking up an extra shift at the Circle K. Absolutely. You but know I was going to be on currency. <laughs> I just realized something. Now if they're doing this sequel, mm-hmm. and the there we've confirmed there are children, descendants. These kids are going to be old by now.
0: Yeah. They're going to yep. be
1: are they going to be the new stoners hanging out no
0: and i swear to god if it's a passing the torch movie you can fucking shove it up your ass orion yep. pictures mm-hmm. which doesn't exist anymore <laughs> yeah, they've but... already been shoved up their own ass <laughs> so whoever's taking up the uh the charge but seriously fuck that so is because it i'm be... tuning in for bill and ted not bill jr and ted jr
1: Whoa, whoa! whoa. it's got they're gotta be involved they gotta be they involved do, yeah. now they've but... said
0: that they you know They've read the script. They like it. Are you they know? like
1: going to be like fifty year old? Uh, they same old, be, yeah. same well, old. Well,
0: you know what happens <laughs> when dudes like that get old. I mean, dudes like that are old. You know. Well, they rule the free world. Apparently, that's that, that's right. what happens
1: when these guys get right. old. Is this going to be like gritty, like them getting their their foothold? Like,
0: I think it's the man in the high castle. I think it's exactly <laughs> the man in the high castle
1: with <laughs> Bill and Ted. I think so. I think so. I think we need to get a time machine of our own <laughs> and arm the rebels. <laughs> you don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of the whole budget. Even I can do it. And I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the Rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling a dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my craft together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy, and man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. <laughs> so, uh Evil Bill and Evil Ted co- show up and trick uh, them by saying they're them from the future, and they're like, oh, that always happens. You know, it's kind of a fun gag. Right. And they take them out to the desert and promptly kill them, which is fun. They get to the killing right away. What is a waste of time, though, is... Uh, one of them calls pretending to be the babes and breaks up with them? Who gives a shit? You're going to murder them. Well, that's the thing. Joss Ackland's plan, or Denonimino's demon face. his thing is like, (laughs) we will go back in time and take them, kill Bill and Ted, and everyone's like, (gasps) and then we'll ruin their music career. It's like, (laughs) no, 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 you've done that by murdering them. That's all. Checkmark done. Move on. And we
1: will break up with their girlfriends.
0: (laughs) we will also break the hearts of their girlfriends and insult their single fathers. <laughs> and their credit will be shit. It's like They're dead. It doesn't matter. Let's get to the one thing that, um, so they throw them off a cliff, and before they do, they say, oh, don't do it, man. We love you. And we get to one of three gay slurs in this movie, the same one. The three. Re-
1: the three repro- of them.
0: And it's just kind of like, come on, guys. It's a total we, sign of the times. And you know what? It hits like a fucking thud in 2015. Both of the movies have it, which yeah. is astounding to me because that means they were like, you know what was so popular from that first movie? <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> the hate. <laughs> let's drag that back. You know,
1: let's uh, not really focus on the uh, oh, that fun time travel adventure. <laughs> let's not put that in this. But what I've always said
0: about this sequel is that I, I kind of appreciate that there's not time travel in it. Because it's taking those two characters, and they're making them do something else. Sure, sure. Granted, it's a jaunt through the afterlife, and it's sort of weird. But if you're
1: bringing something back from that movie, why use that one word? And double down on it. And I know... Triple down. Listen. Put down your keyboard talking about, oh, them libtards are social justice. (laughs) Tap, tap, tap. I'm gonna... You know what, fellas? I'm not listening anymore. Have you heard of South Park? (laughs) (laughs) And I hear you. I get it. We get emails like that. We do get emails like that. Point is, it just fucking thuds,
0: man. It thuds. And it's like, for. Here's the thing if in some way it was catered to a joke that was funny, maybe. If it's a punchline to something. There's no fucking joke. It's not funny. There's nothing funny about saying that to the devil. That's, yeah. Which happens (laughs) later on in the film. Just the devil like really man the fucking devil Dude, the a number one devil it'd be great if frank welker still was like what hey yeah by
1: the way frank welker voicing station and the devil in this movie oh my god i honestly think we have to use a time machine to stop him because <laughs> this is such fucking crap did i tell you guys i was watching search for spock oh yeah the, the spock holiday. screams
0: When he's aging rapidly. I could have done that. No, no. Frank Welker does it, man. Dude, please. I want to see Frank Welker's golden toilet because you know he's got to have one. All these little credits here and there, that adds up. It adds up.
1: If if any plumber is listening that has done work for Frank Welker... (laughs) Tweet us those pics Oh
0: yeah, 34 karat toilet Saw it myself You want to talk about uh, uh, living in the Bill and Ted future We're living in the Frank Welker future already That guy's I, changed the world I think you're right I think there's going to be statues of a voice and... It's going to be so many Who's that guy? <laughs> just Frank Welker just smiling Because he... I'm sure, by the way We rip on him so much I am sure as shit I've never been sure of anything in my life that Frank Welker is the nicest person you will ever meet in Mm -hmm. your life. And I'm just so fucking jealous of Frank Welker. It's just not even funny. He has it figured out. Whenever someone says, you see that guy there? That guy's got it figured out. You turn around and say, not as figured out as fucking Frank Welker. That's for (laughs) sure. And just walk away. Let them figure that out. Go on IMDb. Look at it. (laughs) Go ahead. Do yourself a favor. Go on IMDb and just look at it. You'll get fired from work if you print out his fucking thing <laughs> from IMDb, all right? They'll say, hey, who ruined this printer cartridge? Oh, I was printing out Frank Welker's filmography.
1: 7,000 credits.
0: <laughs> Dude, he voiced a dog in Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, and not even a Looney Tune one. A, a
1: dog. <laughs> a living dog. A, do- a living dog, and he got paid $70,000.
0: I'm sure. <laughs> Um, so oh, beautiful man They die, uh, William Sadler shows up as the Reaper And the thing about William Sadler as the Reaper is it's fun for a little while Dude, this is, you know, Steve, you say sometimes uh, when we talk about rape scenes on the show Like rape is a delicate spice for your movie Yeah, and, you, know, you, gotta, do, you, you, you gotta, gotta use it right and use it for, for a reason the same could be said about a comic reimagining of the Grim Reaper played by Die Hard 2's William Sadler. Yes. Yes. Man, does this get annoying? It just gets old really quick. And like, it's a funny th- It's a funny performance. I think he's great. I love William Sadler. I general- love him too. And this starts so well. You're like, oh man, like the Grim Reaper as a character in a movie. How fucking cool is this? I haven't seen that since the Seventh Seal. I wonder if they'll reference it. And you know, you keep just watching it and you're like. Oh, no, wait a second. Oh, he's not menacing anymore. Oh, it's worse. He's starting to tell jokes. He's
1: yucking it up. Oh, man. Yep. Like, the last ha- like last quarter of the movie is just him doing jokes.
0: Well, I think, and I, and I, to jump on your point about this movie, like, being a little bit interesting as a sequel, because it's not just, it's not Ghostbusters 2, right? It's not like, it's, let's, do yeah. the exa- let's forget the first movie ever happened, but do it again. It. This is like... Let's build on it. They'll go on a different kind of adventure, da-da-ba-da. The first half hour of this movie, uh, aside from that F-bomb, is great. And it's really, like, well-paced and the jokes hit. The movie goes on. Once they, they're they kind of in the middle of hell and they go back to the Reaper and the Reaper starts doing stuff, I just check out. <laughs> because once... Because so... blobby bity uh, You know, they're like... With oh. you so far. <laughs> You know, the Reaper's like, you can play me or whatever mm-hmm. in a game and you could possibly be reincarnated and they run away from him. They give him a Melvin first. Oh, man. Which I guess, that's just a wedgie, right? Or is it a frontal wedgie? Is I that the
1: idea? I think it's a wedgie, but I don't know the real, the dynamics. I
0: thought it was a front wedgie when Bill and Ted did it, but then when the Reaper does it to a uh, oh, diplomatic yeah. immunity at the end <laughs> of the movie, looked like he was going in the back door for uh, that Melvin. Okay, so yeah, I think it's just a whatever, they, a San Dimas wedgie <laughs> for whatever that a Dimas, a hot and sweaty San Dimas style wedgie man that's also a San Dimas sandwich that's it gets confusing <laughs> the local vernacular in San Dimas, California they wedgie him and then they go back and they kind of like hang around for a little while and this is where I feel the movie's kind of spinning its wheels a little bit yeah because it's like oh they're ghosts and they're kind of walking around but like they go to their apartment, and the two robots are literally just hanging out, breaking things. That happens a couple of times in this movie. We keep checking <laughs> oh. back at those
1: robots, and they're also sexually assaulting the princess. Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing.
0: That's kind of happening. Uh, you know, Bill's like, "No, get over here and put out." You're just like, "All right, scorpion. All right, rapey scorpion." It's Just really, really weird. I. I For whatever reason, that line is funny just because he's saying, put it's such a weird, like that's a Biff Tannen thing, exactly. And coming from little Alex Winter, you're like, oh, that's kind (laughs) of (laughs) cute. Well, these evil robots were programmed by Joss Ackland, so yeah, exactly. (laughs) Why also, why give them dicks, Joss Ackland? That's something.
1: Are you saying why give them dicks? Why give them dicks? Why wouldn't you? (laughs) Well,
0: because they, at least as far as I know, of Joss Ackland's plan, yeah. Uh, all they have to do is kill Bill and Ted, and then their mission is over. Right. What? What about that
1: requires a dick? I don't know. Maybe you're stopped by the authorities. They give you the old pat down. You don't want to seem like you're oh, feels like it.
0: there isn't a cock here. Let's get these pants off. Oh, yeah. it's an evil robot. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, you're like you, they pat you down there, and it's like, wait a second, there's no cock and balls. That's a robot hole, <laughs> uh, like the uh, the plug spot. I agree. <laughs> I agree with you to a point,
0: but why then give them sexuality where they're getting what they call robot chubbies? Uh, why give Commander Data robot chubbies? <laughs> well, that's different. Because
1: what? Well, why?
0: I will explain to no. you why the evil robots from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey are different, different than from Lieutenant the evil Commander robots Data. of Star Trek. <laughs> tell Be- me, tell me. Because the whole point of Doctor Noonien Soons mission Here was go. to create, shut up, to create <laughs> artificial life as accurately as possible. Yeah. And Data strives to be a human being, which you can't do without a dick, dude. These robots'
1: sole purpose for existing is to kill Bill and Ted, and then they might as well self-destruct after they do it. <laughs> well, maybe he's doing some ex machina stuff <laughs> on the side. You know oh, right? he, oh,
0: he's getting into some
1: ex machina territory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, listen, you're not going to only make Two evil robots. Maybe these, that's their mission.
0: Oh, man. I will, but just, you got other ones out there. You cut back to Joss Ackland. He's doing disco with a Japanese robot. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's one of my favorite movies of the year. It's a great movie. It is good. Uh, but so... They, the princess is like, you've changed, and they leave and they're in their really bad British accent. Sure. One and of the four lines they have in this movie. And again, I'm left wondering, where are they going? <laughs> I know. Like, do they live with the Y? At one point, they're hanging out with Missy, but yes. I mean... That's no, that comes to nothing. No, it doesn't come in anything. And then more Missy comes up so they're like, "Oh, we need to get we need to find a way to beat our robot selves. Let's go to the cops." They go to his, they they uh, uh what do you call it there?
1: They they possess Ted's father. Yes, which, which is.
0: this is where this actor shines. He shines like to a b- diamond because <laughs> This guy is imitating Keanu Reeves' Ted impersonation. Right. And it's stink, fucking awesome.
1: Just his physical uh, presence. Yeah. 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 He, the way he's standing, the way his whole body language is when, when he's being possessed by uh, Ted. Phenomenal. Conversely, the uh, fat,
0: bald gentleman that Alex Winter possesses. Doesn't do as great of a job. That's kind of like your dad trying to do a Bill and Ted impression. Yeah, he's also the guy from Arachnophobia that gets it. One of the people, like he's like the fat guy's eating popcorn and then he dies. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's a movie I got to revisit. That's
1: a movie I don't need to see again. <laughs> like, oh
0: really? You got a thing with spiders? Uh,
1: I'm not, uh, you know, I kill them. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't have to like to look at them. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. So that's a bust. Nobody, nobody buys it. It's another spinning your wheels scene, not for nothing. For sure enough, given somebody in the writers' room was like, "Well, Missy needs something else to do here," so she hosts a weekly seance. I guess weekly. By the way, Mm -hmm. it is confirmed that this event is weekly. That's weird. And they're all trying to bring up, you know, famous people for some reason.
1: This is pretty funny because they're just like. What what were some of the names?
0: Charlemagne was one. Gandhi.
1: Gandhi, um, And then eventually, who Missy wants to commune with, with the the seance? Ty Cobb.
0: (laughs) Dude, you get the ghost of Ty Cobb on Earth, forget about it. You want to talk about Birth of a Nation, look out everybody. (laughs) The traveler has come. Oh, yeah, the ghost of Ty Cobb would end this world (laughs) as we know it. Yeah. He's wearing like a skull helmet and just like (laughs) he's got a baseball bat. It would be terrifying. Batter
1: up. He would definitely drop the F word, the N word, and all a bunch of other ones. Anything else? Oh, all the letter words. A through Z. That guy would be spouting off.
0: Ty Cobb loved them. Bill and Ted try and communicate with them. They think that they're evil spirits and they send them to hell. Sure. And this, we get Frank Welker's devil who shows up. Which just, he looks like Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we well, it's not Frank Welker in the suit, obviously. Well, no, it's some model. You know what I thought he it does,
1: was? He does everything, right, in this movie? He does all the voices? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, the, he's
0: the voice of Keanu Reeves in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, this thing actually... You know who the guy playing the devil looks like? Is the dude... Um, from Mortal Kombat Annihilation and the X-Files, that guy, Brian Thompson. Yes, he yeah. kind of looks like he I does. was like, oh, is this Brian Thompson as Satan? He could be. He's a big <laughs> dude and like he sends Bill and Ted to their own personal hell. Uh Oh my god, this shit. This is Do I, mean, I need
1: this? I I think it's kind of cool that they're doing something different than time travel. Well,
0: it's better than like the heaven that we have to watch immediately afterwards.
1: So, like Alex Winters Pushed into his own personal hell, visiting grandma.
0: Who's yeah. also played by Alex Winter. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that's, that's Alex funny. Winter as a, in a grandma suit. That's, it, that's Alex Winter misses doubt firing all over this movie.
1: <laughs> well, you know, old people are so disgusted <laughs> that, oh my God, it would be, be hell to go near this old... old <laughs> Old codger.
0: Well, you know, maybe just this woman in particular. I don't think it's generalizing all old people. Yeah. And then we, we a lot also... of old people are disgusting. We also do, <laughs> I agree but it's not
1: hell worthy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Depends on who you ask, dude. Honestly, though, you got a point. If that's the worst thing in your life, that your personal hell is trying to have your grandmother give you a kiss. Wow, you've led a pretty great life. Exactly. Um. Ted we get finally get to see a little bit of Ted's abusive childhood cuz just <laughs> clear this kid was abused cuz his dad's a fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> his dad somehow turns into the Easter bunny for some reason which is fucking terrifying. Is it the dad turning into the Easter bunny? Well, no, it's just like, like it, it the Easter bunny's talking to him like a I, dad. Oh like, yeah, I oh. thought it just
1: That's a good point. I just thought the Easter bunny showed up. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I guess it's, it's uh doing some commands there. Yeah, well, he's yelling at Ted for taking Deacon's Easter basket. Right.
0: You took Deacon's Easter basket. <laughs> also, uh, Frank Welker. Oh, <laughs> 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 one step ahead of you every time, Eric. You think, you know, you just think you're like, oh, I'm watching a nice scene, a couple <laughs> of actors. One of them actors is Frank Welker. Oh yeah, dude.
1: Every scene in cinema history, <laughs> dude, you got Welker. The one degree of Frank Welker,
0: dude. <laughs> yes. I think Frank Welker voiced the title card during the assassination scene in Birth of a Nation. Definitely did. (laughs) Dude, Frank Welker called your name at graduation. You don't even know that.
1: (laughs) Frank Welker, high school and college. I'm shocked he got the pronunciation right. (laughs) Because he's a fucking
0: professional. Well,
1: you know what? Maybe I I should ease up on the guy.
0: So uh and then uh, also the uh the colonel gets reprised here too and they're all kinda chasing him. This is when Keanu Reeves drops the F bomb on the devil for some reason. Sure, That's some balls, dude. Yeah, you I mean you want to talk about getting hell-razored for the rest of eternity.
1: And this is like a big Hulk and devil. This isn't like you're effeminate in a cape with with a with a, <laughs> with, a with a you know, cute smile and a this, tail. This
0: isn't a Vincent Price Devil. Right. It'd be great if like Pinhead's like, what did he say? Oh my God, that's that's really offensive. <laughs> oh, we're going to have fun with this one. I mean, just, just you know what? I'm not even going to bother. You just, you send him to somebody else. I just can't even look at this man. One of the weird sort of absurd things that I like when this scene is starting is them like falling for a really oh, long fun. time. Yeah. And they just keep falling and falling and yelling. And then they just start playing 20 questions, which is a great gag. Yeah. And he's like, What is he's like? Are you a a mineral or a vegetable? Yeah, he's like. uh, He goes. Are you a mineral? Yes. Are you a tank? Yeah. (laughs) That's a legitimate laugh for me. There's a ton of them in this movie. There's a lot because again, they're very funny together. It's a funny performance. And now, they're like, oh, the way to get get out of hell. They're like, oh, the Reaper will save us. So then the Reaper shows up, and here's our seventh seal scene. They're playing Battleship with the Reaper. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, just go to Hulu and look up the seventh seal and. Watch one of the greatest movies ever made.
1: Yeah, you ha- that's actually pre- prerequisite for this course. <laughs> Watch <laughs> that movie.
0: Uh, and then, you know, this is where the where the Reaper starts, you know, building up the belly laughs. Because uh, he's like, oh, best of two out of three. So it's like, well, then they're pl- they're playing electric, uh, the NFL electric football game yeah, at one point is one of twister. them. It's like a, it turns into a montage, a fun little montage, which I don't mind. And then he's like, you beat me. Now, i to send you whatever you want to go. Like, we need somebody to beat the robots. So, send us to heaven to find people who could build a robot. Now, I was stone cold sober watching this last night. And I don't understand this transition where he, like, they say that, like, oh, hey, Reaper, we have to beat these evil robots. Do you know anyone that can help us? And then it's like, sure, we'll just have to get access to heaven first. And, like, <laughs> Then they're just sneaking into heaven for some reason. Like, don't you think the right. Reaper would have some kind of hookup?
1: Yeah, he could just walk right in, right? Instead, yeah, they, assu- some... they assault some uh, heaven goers. None spe- of like none of this makes sense.
0: Like, they're no. dressed as Bill and Ted, and all these people are walking through wearing like the same monochromatic costumes or whatever. I got a I got a question actually because I just rewatched uh, Star Wars: A New Hope in uh, in preparation for the f- new thing. Um, for the first time in a long time, is the is the first cinematic utterance of beat somebody up but take their costume? When when is that?
1: That's oh, my... that goes way back. I could think of actually um, an Alan Ladd movie called This Gun for Hire that does that. Okay, all right. So even um, okay, yeah. It's... I feel
0: like that's that could be one of the oldest tricks in the book. I don't <laughs> right. know if they do that if... in Birth of a Nation. We, I, you know,
1: it's worth you know it might be in the Great Train Robbery for all I know. <laughs> I mean,
0: a, a lot of those early westerns there's probably like you know dressing up like a villain or something i would I, I don't know how to ever find out what that is but i'm curious when the first time that, who, who coined that one right into the we hate movies mailbag gang we all hate movies at gmail.com see uh, if you can answer steve's query and so do we sneak into heaven and this is a very elitist version of heaven yes no, no uh you know no single mothers that raised their kids went <laughs> to church every week you have to be a genius you have to be the best at everything. You that's like mm-hmm. Einstein's Camp, right. there, Camp
1: Champ's there, Camp Champ is
0: like no one. Ben no, Franklin. I don't see any middle class anywhere near this fucking heaven. Yeah, it's a very bougie heaven. <laughs> I kind of don't understand. No, it. you
1: got to be born right.
0: But that's what's weird, though. Is like. The people that they mug are, like, Amish folk or something. Yeah, I guess I mean, so. yeah, or something is correct. And to get into heaven, you need to know what the meaning of life is. Like, I don't know. You Aren't tell you me, supposed pal- to tell me that at the <laughs> other yeah, side? Exactly. Did you
1: guys not know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Apparently, it's a fucking, you just have to quote uh, some poison, you get right yeah, in. Yeah,
1: well, that's not all you got to do, but, yeah, it's a start. <laughs>
0: And the dude at the gate, by the way, is famous blues musician Taj Mahal. Oh, that's cool. For whatever reason. I guess maybe Taj was a, a big fan of Excellent
1: Adventure. I don't know. Also, the worst matte painting in cinema history. <laughs> right outside this heaven. It is dis- it's is—it's disturbingly bad. And I love matte paintings. <laughs> I love them. I know you do. And they uh, so they, they, they
0: tell their plight to God, and God's like, here's a map to find the best inventors in all of heaven. Ugh. The best scientist, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. And, you know, the gag is, oh, you thought they'd be human?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why oh are my aliens
0: God. in heaven? I, I, Not in my heaven. You know what? Separate bathrooms. I mean, <laughs> in this, like, <laughs> dumbass, God. like... Right. you know, Christian version of, you know, the good part of the afterlife. Why are there two little gleep-glots? fucking mall trolls walking around. And only two, by the way. Why Why isn't it looking like the most Eisley spaceport, if that's the case? Yeah, where are some other Gleep Glops? You're exactly right. Where's that Cantina werewolf? I'm sure he led a good life. <laughs> where's he, where's Greedo? a genius, though? Oh, You gotta yeah. be a genius to get into this heaven. Was Greedo a genius? Because he was murdered. Well, he,
1: the thing is, with Greedo, he's, he wasn't from a high-born family. He was, oh. he was doing real low jobs for Jabba, so he's not... He doesn't meet the wealth quota. Oh,
0: to get into the seven? <laughs> yeah. Reagan's seven? Oh, no, Bush won seven. I apologize.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Same thing. Um, so, whatever. They, well, they're it's... playing
1: charades when yes. you are introduced to them. And crazy enough, the answer to their charade game is Smokey and the Bandit 3. Smokey is the bandit. Totally. That's a weird movie. That's that, some
0: that's some time with Jackie Gleason
1: I'll never get back. That is a stay tuned and a half. Honestly, part two as well.
0: I actually thought...
1: Part one is a great movie. <laughs> I've actually never seen any Smokey and the Bandit movies, and I thought there was only
0: two, and I thought that that was like a joke like Jaws 29. Oh, in, no, uh, that's a real movie. Back to the Future, really. Where Jackie Gleason plays two characters. Oh, yuck. He yeah. ends up
1: playing like three in that movie, but also... There, we'll get into it on the episode. I, I could go off on it right now, but it'll take us 20 minutes down the road.
0: And I, now here's the thing, though. Aside from that gay slur, the next biggest fucking thud of a joke in this movie is shockingly coming from the Reaper at this point because they're all trying to like guess what the movie is that Station's acting out yeah. and whatnot. And he goes, uh, he goes, Butch and Sundance, the early years, and the place like goes dead, and yeah. it's supposed to be like, haha, look how corny the Reaper is, or whatever. Thud city with this joke. You know why? Yeah. Here's another uh, uh, one thing. Because the gr- Grim Reaper shouldn't be fucking hilarious. Station sucks. Station yes. really, this is what we've been saying for years and years on this show. Station! I mean, yeah.
1: that's why we're doing this episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is we say station all the time.
0: <laughs> for no reason. But. And he you wanna talk about tropes that I hate. It's not stowaways, it's alien and or foreign characters that can only say their own name. Yep. That's it. That's number really? one. Really? On my- <laughs> On my tr- Smurfs can go fuck themselves.
1: Hodor can go fuck himself. Absol- I oh, hate Hodor. Hodor's that- very
0: stupid. Uh, <laughs> but, oh, but the God. Smurfs speak English, though. They do, but they say Smurf too much. They use Smurf as a verb and an adjective a yes. lot, which is kind of annoying. It's usually a cute little gleep glop, not like Hodor, but they're like, oh, that's hotel Station. That's a Station. <laughs> oh, Station, Station, Station. Or like Charles Grodin in that dog movie where all he can say is, Beethoven! <laughs> That's another annoying one. Uh. <laughs> but the problem is it turns into a bad role-playing game. And instead of Bill and Ted's bogus journey, it becomes Bill, Ted, Station, and fucking the Reaper hanging out and farting on each other. Dude, the Reaper
1: yeah. joins Wild Stallions. Yep. We're... What the fuck? So you got this, the the future of mankind based on this band. Where the Grim Reaper is an active member.
0: Now, are. and this, I was going to save it for the end of the movie, but I'll, I'll bring it out there now. Because, yes, the Reaper joins Wild Stallion as the bass player and goes on tour with them. And we see all these fucking headlines about the Reaper released a solo album and it failed. And this, that, and I'm not laughing. <laughs> and let me ask you this. Has he stopped reaping the souls of man? That's my, that's my question. Does too, society yes. as we know it stop dying the way we
1: have? Yep, for that's, that that's, 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 why that's why it's why, a utopia, yes, right?
0: Exactly. You're right. Exactly. That's, everybody loves, oh, my God, Bill and Ted cured death by putting death in a band.
1: <laughs> Rufus, you brilliant son of a bitch. <laughs> Man, yeah, Carlin was really on to something. I think this was all the end game to stop his own death.
0: Oh, to, s- <laughs> to snare the Reaper himself?
1: Yeah, it was. It was all an elaborate plot. Distract him by
0: encouraging his poor musician skills. Exactly. Because, oh yeah. I don't know, man. It's ridiculous. But that, that's my other question: is like in that first movie, obviously, like. Was this always the future where the Reaper was part of the band? Or is this some new version of the band and that's that now why... features the Reaper and I think Station too? Yeah, no, Station's involved. They're on bongos at the talent <laughs> show at the end. I mean, something tells me, as much mm-hmm. as Rufus may have tried to predetermine this, that, and the other... Rufus may have also been flying by the seat of his pants in some of this. I think
1: station's the X factor he never thought of, you know? Like, it's just going to fly in there and... Because who could
0: possibly think of something this stupid? By the way, I've seen this on the internet. Anyone out there in listening land got a bad station tattoo? Because they exist.
1: Are you shitting me? Yeah, dude. People have station tattoos. Oh yeah, send that in.
0: I want that disgusting thing on my body for the rest of my life. That's a qu- disgusting. Why do I? Why? What's with this thing's ass? In all, <laughs> I see this ass so many times. I see it, and in, in the short form and the long form. Right, because they
1: jump together and merge to become one. Yeah, being. they do
0: like a a non lethal time copping of themselves. That's right. gross. They turn into a puddle of shit. <laughs> and from this shit grows this, like, seven-foot thing. Also voiced by Frank Welk, goes, Station. You right.
1: Know, you know, for as much as I hate Station, I take solace in the fact that he's fucking dead already. <laughs> <laughs> Someone already got to Station and took him out.
0: Well, that's It's yeah, the, other- the ghost of Station. I forgot. It is. But, no, I think... God
1: are allows you these the, aliens no. to be because Bill and Ted are reborn. What, oh, I thought you were saying that the U, like they the UFO they fly their UFO to heaven and hang out and they're No,
0: alive. I don't think that happens. But also again, why is it only one alien in uh, heaven?
1: And why is an alien in the <laughs> Christian heaven? And why is the greatest inventor of all time making such Ugly robots.
0: Oh yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> so they, they they we all hop in a van. We go to a hardware store and pick up the necessary supplies to be to create good robots. I think Eric is because of the limitations of the of the Home Depot. Oh
1: wait, you know what I'm just thinking now is um, you got diplomatic immunity in the year twenty six hundred. <laughs> yeah, he's got all those resources, right? Exactly. Yeah, and these stu- stations the best inventor. From 1990 or 1991, yes. right? So of On course Mars, he's somewhere. fucking shit. <laughs> of course these fucking robots are garbage.
0: So you're saying that this heaven doesn't transcend time?
1: That's right. I'm so, saying... so
0: station are aliens from the year 1991? Yes, right. I think so. That are deceased.
1: Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, probably they, have you to be. they probably died in like 85,
0: 84. <laughs> Coke party. <laughs> Yep. Dude, do you see those huge schnoz- uh-huh, schnozzes yeah. on them, man? They could get some coke up there. And also, Stardust for Station, uh, man. Stout, sh- hey, Station, I don't know. Are you saying you need a hospital, man? What is he saying? I don't know. what do is. we need out to mouth to mouth Station? I don't know what he's trying to ask for.
1: You bring that, that dying OD and bitch into my house? Get my little black medical book.
0: Oh, and also these things are, like, perpetually wet, so their little cute (laughs) ass cheeks are just shiny and slimy. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. I hate Station. I hate Station. On all (laughs) forms of Station. I want a t-shirt. You know what? We Hate Movies t-shirt that says, I hate Station. It's gonna happen. We'll make it. Oh, lordy lord and um, we're at the hardware store whatever they get in there and station fucks himself and turns into mega station oh again in case anyone is keeping track of the reaper's greatest comedy hits in this hardware store he's got his little scythe with him and he walks over and he's got like a gardening hoe and he's like considering does he replace the grim reaper's scythe with a gardening hoe and then goes Nah, and puts it back, and I'm chuckling my tits off. And uh, in, the, in the world of wheel spinning, we cut back to Bill and Ted's evil Bill and Ted playing basketball with their heads. And oh, then man. Joss it's like, stop wasting time. Go to the Battle of the Bands for some reason. <laughs> like, why would they go to the Battle of the Bands? Have them not show up, and then they lose. That's the thing is, like, supposedly at this Battle of the Bands, is when Bill and Ted is going to make this huge speech that changes the world. But if they just don't show up, like you don't have to go make another speech. <laughs> no, they're dead. They're dead. That's mm. it. Pam Grier is going to be like, "Oh, those two lunkheads I had going on at midnight didn't show up." Battle the bands over, everybody. Primus wins. Yeah, Primus, you get $20,000 <laughs> in a record contract. <laughs> Finally. Um, they have they more than that. Speaking of South Park.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, oh, you guys didn't even mention this. So they, sh-
0: they should appropriately make some ugly-ass-looking robots. These are some, like, Urkelbot-looking motherfuckers. Dude, they do look like Urkelbot. I thought the same thing. And they're just, like, barely walking around. They can sort of talk like... They don't talk like Bill and Ted. They talk like a speak-and-say. Yes. Hello, Bill and Ted. Awesome party on. Excellent. All
1: that stuff. By the way, completely useless. These robots are basically useless. They
0: do nothing. Well, they Except did, become they, members of Wild Stallion also. They're the backup dancers. Why does a metal band need... So, whatever. The, the robots come in, <laughs> and the evil robots are like, oh, screw you, Bill and Ted. You can't beat
1: us. they like, we made good robots, dude. And they <laughs> uppercut these dudes. Yeah, it's rock'em, sock'em robots for a second.
0: What's amazing is that these evil robots kind of just accept defeat instantly. Yes. They're like, oh... You also built robots. All right. And then they just stand there and take this uppercut. From the straight, straight to L. ass L. robot, by the way. It's yeah, like, sh- I uh-huh, have a uh-huh. feeling. Joss Acklin's, like, super-duper evil Bill and Ted could take these shit-ass, made-from-mostly-Legos robots. <laughs> but they don't try. And the robots are instantly defeated. And you think, like, everybody saved the day. And, by the way, this is also, again, just like that last movie... All culminating around a large public event. Whatever. Uh, and, you know, the, yeah. Joss Ackland comes down in the uh, in the phone booth. Finally, you to see a fucking phone a booth. fucking phone booth in this movie, yeah. And you do miss that in this you, movie. You do. And, well, actually, also, weirdly, it is further on the future because we're no longer using bunny ears on the phone booth. It's got this weird, like, kind of... Uh, oh, yeah, there's like, some sort
1: of, like, like Bill and bubble. Ted. Flux capacitor-esque yeah, machine. Yeah, Mr. Fusion top. up there.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're totally right. Uh, so they he comes down. He's got this big space gun. Looks like it was designed by Rob Leafield. I have my like,
1: space gun.
0: <laughs> look at me, Bill and Ted. Look at my plastic outfit and space gun. <laughs> And he's like, everyone will die here. And I will now make, for some reason, this concert be seen all over the world. Sure. And now we're broadcasting this everywhere. And it's also being closed captioned <sighs> in every language somehow. Yep. That's
1: the biggest, cry- the most unbelievable <laughs> part of this movie. I'll tell you that. Says the
0: TV operations manager over That's here. right. It
1: makes this, this drove me up the wall.
0: <laughs> Were you having flashbacks of like how much paperwork you'd have to put in for this to instantly be working? Yeah,
1: no, this is honestly this is like a few months of work. <laughs> this is like a, this is a real real Well, the thing is if you get a time machine maybe he but it's you know, it's hard to make live captions that accurate. Yeah. So I'm just going to I'm going to say this can't be done. All
0: right. Uh, <laughs> I agree with you. And he's, uh, yeah. he's about to kill everybody. They do that thing they do in the first movie a little bit with, like, oh, if I can find my dad's keys, I could put them here. There, oh, and the other right. Place. They do do that. I forgot about that. that. But it's a smaller part of the movie. You know what and I mean? And also it's- in that first movie, though, they're definitely like, by the way, we have to go do this now. Mm-hmm. And, like, you see them get in the booth to do it. Yeah. And, and this- instead, this is just like, oh, uh, Let's just go back and put a sandbag there. Done. And, like, it falls on him. And a cage. And then he's like, but I could make a key. Yeah, now I get get out out of the the cage. And I get a new gun. And he uses the new gun. And it's a, you know, it's a gag where a little flag that comes out says, Wild Stallions Rolls. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Sure. Hey, sure. It's just like, dude, only the winners can do that. And it's like yeah. sure, why not? Why so not end the your movie?
1: The, fir- the first movie is so much better because it actually thinks of things like that. Yeah, it's a dumb stoner comedy or whatever, but it like has a living and breathing world. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. you gotta—they set that stuff up. They're you know you gotta do it. It's. It's just such a better movie than this movie.
0: There's also no one, like, threatening them with a gun from the future, which no. is just like... Like, that first movie, there's not really a bad guy. No. They're, they're just kind of racing against time to get to this history presentation. And by the way, through the entire fucking terrorist attack that is happening right now, that there, that is happening in this movie this audience is just watching thinking it's
1: part of the show
0: they're booing it like a stunt show like boo you, you yeah he's the jerk. bad guy get him indiana jones and batman and like
1: <laughs> ooh, i'd pay to see that <laughs> give me a stunt show with both of them fighting yeah. joss
0: ackland dressed like billet <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep i'm there but like D-
0: San Dimas is a small town right like yeah. you have to imagine some people in this audience are like Weren't those the two guys that had the <laughs> elaborate history presentation yes, in yeah, high yeah. school? Well, what are they doing right now? Oh, my God. I think that actually was Napoleon. It takes them like <laughs> two years to figure it out.
1: But, you know, because of that, maybe people do think that this is just part of the show. Like, they did a kick-ass history paper, man. No,
0: that's what I'm saying. They definitely think it's part of the show. Yeah. And they're just, like, into it. But my thing is, if I'm in that audience... I'm going to get up and leave. Yeah, it's, it's like, pretty stupid. Uh, I, th- yeah. They're not playing rock and roll. You know what, dude,
1: forget it. Not, yeah, even, they're building up to it. My god, they are. It's
0: like where do I put where do I cast my ballot for Primus before I can get out of here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just make, make sure you vote twice for Primus for me, all right? <laughs> they really won this thing. They didn't need to re- rely on silly tricks. Yeah. So Rufus comes out or I'm sorry, Pam Greer comes out as Miss Wardrobe and unzips <laughs> that's her name. Oh, is it Miss Wardrobe? Yeah, for some reason. Oh, Again. man, that's stupid. She unzips her face like a Bugs Bunny cartoon, and it's been Rufus the whole time? Because mm-hmm, he was
1: trying to seduce Elmer Fudd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see.
1: Yeah, there's a whole movie happening off screen.
0: Did he kill Pam <laughs> Greer like two weeks before? Like, And then her- hollowed out
1: her body? Yes, he did.
0: I think that's the only way that would work, right? <laughs> well, unless in like 2600, you can have like synthetic people suits made like right,
1: that. Like a Mission Impossible mask. but Yeah, but it's a whole body. But for everywhere, dude. With and a
0: voluptuous Pam Greer.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, correct, if you know what I mean. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> Just like those robots. Well, dude.
0: because Rufus doesn't know how long he's got to be in this thing. You it's don't true. know what's going to come up. Maybe Rufus is using this as a sex vacation. It's yeah. entirely to try possible. Yeah, 1991. Oh, oh man. man. Go back to 1991, do that some of that stuff.
1: Wait, you <laughs> know, if you did that, you would, like, alter time a lot, right? Like, let's Everyone's say you have a kid. Well, sorry. Let's say you have kids. Yeah, you would really alter time. That's just making me think. These princesses are taken out of the Middle Ages. Oh, yeah. There goes, like,. Twelve thousand people vanish, right? Everyone's related to someone.
0: Yeah, you're totally right. Possibly Bill and Ted. It's very dangerous. It's it very is. unless very they were barren princesses and two barren princesses next to each other like that. I doubt it. Yeah, unless the were they about to <laughs> save them both from being executed? No, I they, were
1: gonna, this, ex- they yeah. were gonna get they were gonna get executed. Bill and Ted oh, were gonna get executed. Right, right, right. And so then, why did they
0: just kidnap them? Well, they want, they, because they're like, oh, it's boring, and you are hanging out with Billy the Kid, so let's do that instead. Oh, right. Why did Billy the Kid show up again in this? Yeah, th- you no. know. That incredibly old Billy the Kid they have in that movie? He's <laughs> yeah. Like, he looks like Roddy Piper. It's, I not Billy the Kid. It's just Billy the Dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, you could have used a couple of those characters from the first movie to come back for somebody. So, so Socrates, man. Oh, yeah, some Socrates. I mean, the heavy hitters. Napoleon was done.
1: I didn't need Napoleon. No, he made enough. I, don't, I saw him eating ice cream. I don't need to see him again. <laughs> but Socrates doing like a spoken word record or something? Yeah. Oh, get, yeah. I could get
0: behind that. Dude, he could join Wild Stallion too. Hey, fuck it. So they're, they win, and Rufus is like, Yeah, I got you in the Ballet of the Bands. How else could you have gotten in? Here's your stage, guys. And they're like, Oh, no, we don't know how to play. Give us two seconds. And they go they go into the time machine with the princesses and they come back and they know how they they went on apparently a sixteen month intensive guitar lesson slash pl- honeymoon in the middle ages two week two week honeymoon yeah yeah and they yeah uh well, <clears throat> Bill looks like someone from ZZ Top, yeah. and Ted looks like uh, the devil. Actually, <laughs> kind of just <laughs> With like this the goatee devil. they have Keanu wearing in this. And like this he's scene. wearing body armor for some reason. It's a yeah. weird outfit. It's not a rock and roll outfit. No, it's you know there was another movie there somewhere. Those sixteen months at sea, dude. Everybody figured it out. Here's a question: Are Bill and Ted virgins
1: when they go into that thing? Ooh, yeah.
0: I'm going to vote yes. Yes, I think so, too. Yeah, so they learned all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Of they had the, I mean, a jaunt.
1: And they came back men.
0: Mm. <laughs> well, I think it was just a little dreamers kind of scenario. They all just kind of hung out for 16 months and figured each yep. other out. Ooh. That one magic summer. Mm-hmm. How Guaranteed.
1: about Michael Pitt as Alex Winter's son in Ooh. the new one? Yeah, okay. Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Ted. Yeah. Okay. As the kids, right? <laughs> yep. All right. Uh-huh. I'm
0: kind of starting to accept this. Yeah. I can see yeah. that. You know what's kind of stupid in this movie? Um, way the Grim too. Grim Reaper. <laughs> well, yes. And station. We'll get to the dumbest part of the Grim Reaper in a second. But way too many people in this movie can do the fucking air guitar bit, yes. and I don't appreciate it mm-hmm. one lick. Mm-hmm. That is Bill and Ted's thing. Mm-hmm. Stop copying Bill and Ted. <laughs> The rest of the movie. Because the fucking princesses are doing it. Rufus is doing it. Rufus does it in the first movie. Stop copying me. Fucking the the Reaper does it at one point and it's the dumbest thing ever. Ted's dad does it.
1: I mean Well, Ted's dad does it when he's possessed. Yes,
0: but they do like a classical acoustic guitar riff on him. Right,
1: because he's an old fart.
0: (laughs) So they've won, right? And they've come back and they've had sex and now they have babies and they're like, look. Here it comes. Here comes our, let's see, let's introduce you to the whole band. And Station's on bongos. The robots are backup dancers. Just turn those things off, all right? It's just, you know what? Throw them in the garbage. That's where they belong. Take them to Best Buy's Electronic Recycling Center. Mm -hmm. Get rid of them. Also, only the princesses and Bill and Ted go on that trip. How the fuck does Station know that they're supposed to be playing bongos? question. The Reaper expresses interest in playing bass earlier in the film. So I guess that goes without saying. And he's on the bass. And this is when he does the Reaper rap. Oh, man. The Reaper rap. Like, I get it. We had ninja rap. Yeah. 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 Around this time. Like, stop. It's about time for Reaper rap. (sighs) I guess. I guess so. I guess this movie needed the Reaper rap. And one of the headlines that you see pop up is Reaper Rap sweeping the nation. Like, Yep. yep. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not.
1: They go on to play a concert on Mars.
0: <laughs> they do. Oh, the, yeah. They tour the world. They go to Mars. And that's apparently where Station is from. Yes.
1: So he's a Martian. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And yeah, I guess so. We do get a kick-ass kiss song. I would say probably the only one because I despise Kiss.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, this is actually really nice. This God gave hit.
0: rock and roll to you. It's well, this is the thing: is it starts out with like Bill and Ted just jamming, right. and we're just getting this riff.
1: This is supposed to be presumably. A wild stallion song that helps unite the world. Well, that's what I
0: didn't understand, because it's then cutting into God Give Rock and Roll You," and I'm like, are they covering this tune, passing it off as their own, and then it turns out the music of Gene Simmons and Kiss is what actually unites the world? Well,
1: the thing is, I think, I think Kiss has been killed in the past or something.
0: Oh, oh Wait—they traveled back to the 1970s and murdered them. Or
1: maybe Gene Simmons was a descendant of one of the princesses.
0: Yes, that's exactly what it is. Yep, and it's a better world. (laughs) And
1: that's why you sort of have that wrinkle in time where you get the parallel thinking because her bloodline was supposed to eventually get to this song. Oh wow! So it's just like like God's like, it needs to happen.
0: This song must exist. It
1: needs to happen.
0: So God get, did give rock and roll exactly.
1: to Exactly! Okay. Holy shit! We confirmed there's heaven, so God <laughs> is at play. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh man, this is crazy. And the cool thing is, the entire song gets to play. Yeah, It's a great song. And yeah, this newspaper montage of all the accomplishments of Wild Stallion, and all that they do... I mean, I'm not going to sit here and list all of them, because no. I, I can't. but they just it's, do it's, everything, and they... But, but it's they, they're a threat. They threaten to break up, and the Dow plummets. They threaten. To, they come back, and everything goes nuts. Oh again. right, yeah. It's turned out to be a hoax, and the Dow soars. And you're just like, oh man, who could care? But that's the thing. It doesn't take us far enough into the future to talk about when one of the members of Wild Stallion dies yes. or, or is assassinated.
1: And I want to know: Is there any resistance? Is there some like Red Dawn type of rebels in the woods? Like, you know what? Fuck God for giving us this rock and roll shit.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it's pretty presumptuous that, like, everyone in the world. It's just going to fall in line with this music. This hair metal. It's hair metal. And it was 91. Grunge was happening. Everyone was like, fuck hair metal. It's yep. grunge now. Yep. And also, obviously, rap and pop music and all the other right. Where are the genres gr- of music that people listen to all the time. I know those stuffy classical music buffs aren't going to get in line with Wild Still. Absolutely Stallion. not. No way. The opera heads? Don't think so. Mm-mm. Don't think so. What about the deaf? <laughs> the deaf aren't enjoying Bill and Ted. Right. Or the uh, the disco heads. <laughs>
1: They might as well be deaf. The people that just couldn't let it go. Yeah, that's who's killing Bill and Ted.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And then... Uh, I mean, that's it's over with. They do this, like, ridiculous... Uh, like mash-up tune of like dumb music and quotes from the movie and the fucking gay slur works its way into this medley. Oh, best wow. part of the movie, that's why. Because you're just <laughs> quoting it the, in the car on the way home. My favorite part of that movie. Was I, when I, I th-
1: guarantee you someone yelled that at their kids right after
0: this. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, they did the air guitar together. <laughs> We're becoming closer. Yay.
1: Oh, do you think there was a parrot
0: coming out of the theater like someone's dad that was like, hey, Junior. And it was like, no, dad. Three times in a fucking musical montage of your movie. Like it was a theme. <laughs> Would anybody recommend Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? Yeah, I. I there's a ton of laugh lines in here that, yeah. that really hit. I, I love when uh, Bill comes back. And uh, from the dead, and he's like, oh, "Dinner's over, worm, dude!" And pulls a worm out of his ear. <laughs> it's kind of like a joke cribbed from Beetlejuice. Yes. I appreciate it. I, there's just, I think both Alex Winter and and Keanu are great in this. I do think they get diluted as the movie goes on because the movie gets really crowded at the end. We really do get less and less Bill and Ted the more Station just starts butt cheeking all over the screen. And that's the thing. In the first one, yeah, there's a lot of fun. Like we get, get those dream team. Up see the michael keaton movie <laughs> uh-esque <laughs> uh, montages of all of them together running around but it is bill and ted front and center the whole time totally and this one not so much but i would recommend it. it's funny it's fun
1: yeah I'd, I'd absolutely recommend it but the first one is the superior film Agreed oh totally
0: there. i agree with that
1: yeah so you know it's fun you get your laughs you get a couple of them and uh, there's some stupid shit too
0: Well, it's certainly, I mean, I would recommend it. And it's certainly not like a Weekend at Bernie's 2 where it's like, man, there's just not a movie here. No, yeah. You know, like, it's, like I keep saying, like, they do enough different that it feels like a thing. Of course it doesn't need to exist. No. You know, but whatever. The first one was successful. You find another way to make a a movie. Although, I'll tell you, stay tuned on Animation Damnation. and I think this we definitely have to save until Chris is back on the show. That Bill and Ted cartoon was horrible. I don't remember it at all. It was horrible. And there was a Bill and Ted cereal that was horrible that I like bought Whoa. more than three boxes of. There was apparently a live action show as well that lasted nothing. Really? Oh, is that right? With On Wikipedia like, like seven episodes of some Two live- clowns playing Bill yep, and Ted? Exa- yeah, two two exact clowns. Now, but here's the thing that you wonder what of those supporting characters maybe flies back into the, the show? It says none of the original. Oh, cast. really? So yeah. that, you couldn't you even know, get a missy How about <laughs> station? Yeah, Frank Welker does TV, man. Frank Welker does it all. <laughs> no, I guarantee you that show acts like that second movie doesn't exist. Yeah, it's one of those movies. Right. It's one just it's shows. just that first one, and we didn't die and go to hell and whatnot. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know. So this is this is our anniversary show. How, now this has been way this show has gone on way too long. Yeah. So how how many? It's like years now. Five. Years. <laughs> I think it's five years. years. Yeah. Five.
0: Yeah, this is their fifth year.
1: Well, uh, sorry to break this to you, people, but uh, the show's going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That's Villain Ted's Bogus Journey
0: from 1991, directed by Peter Hewitt. Uh, check out our website, of course, WHMPodcast.com, or find us over on SideshowNetwork.tv, our social media, as always, Facebook.com slash movies or at WHMPodcast on Twitter uh plug that uh, plug, yeah, uh, uh go to uh chris's work again there uh get, go to c walton seventy three uh f- on twitter that's at, at you have to say at at that's how you plug twitter <laughs> at c walton seventy three <laughs> and christopher walton dot d a portfolio dot com it's exactly how it sounds there you go. Right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail dot com. Rate and review the
1: show. You know what? We that's a great point because yeah. we've been doing this for free for so many goddamn fucking years. I mean,
0: we're still doing it for free.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That
0: V-Hate Movies has to be destroyed. I'll go back in time. (laughs) Oh, Oh, wait, I don't have to do anything.
1: (laughs) They uh, never really got off the ground. (laughs) They They
0: will destroy themselves. (laughs) They all separately die in ditches. (laughs) Separate
1: ditches. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to try to stop that from happening, (laughs) please rate and review the show wherever you get it. It's mm-hmm. honestly, I don't want to be presumptuous dick, but it's the least you could do. Tell a
0: friend, spread the word, write a blog post about us. Hey, man, any way you can spread the good word of this program, we would greatly appreciate it. Because guess what, everybody? This train's going to keep right on rolling. And we'll be rolling into uh, Washington, D.C. this Saturday for a couple of live shows. And also thank you very much, obviously, for listening for five years. Uh, A lot of you have been with us for five years. Thanks for nothing. (laughs) No, Eric. There have been people who have been with us since, like, when the show was really bad. Not
1: just, like, it's current bad now, but when it was, like,
0: we didn't know what we were doing Mm -hmm. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, man, those are the real, uh, those are the true heroes. The earbud
1: heroes out there. Thank you, actually. (laughs) Yeah, no, sincerely, thank you for listening and giving a show like this a shot, especially guys like us. Salt of the earth.
0: And I, you know, I think we should use, and let me see if you agree or not. Use the anniversary show as the time to say that we are wiping out the clues. Yeah, we're done with it. We're gonna we're gonna
1: try this new thing where we're just gonna tell you what we're doing a lot because of people, this way, right? A lot of people like to watch beforehand, watch in
0: advance, but also build up an- anticipation, have time to tell your friends about what the episode's gonna be. And it's kind of like a little movie club now, right? You know exactly. I mean? We're all right. watching the same movie this week. Exactly right, Steve. Unfortunately, so Unfortunately, the movie we're gonna start on is Attack of the Clones. Yeah, so yeah. I'm sorry there. Um, so do, you would have liked an elliptical <laughs> clue that you could say, "Oh, I can't can't find that movie. Guess I won't watch it." Well, I think we also told everyone about. This we also did. So should we? Let's just finish out the rest of the year. Attack of the Clones <laughs> uh-huh. coming out next week. Sure. Uh-huh. Then after that, Santa Claus the movie. Yeah, the Dudley Moore film. With, uh, it's, a uh, John, uh, John Lithgow. Lithgow is a bad guy in it. Yep, we're going back to Salkin territory. So there you go. You have a couple of weeks to prepare, because we all know you saw Attack of the Clones already. And you don't have to again. And you don't have to again is right. But two weeks from now, Santa Claus the movie, coming to We Hate Movies. So tune your dials or your torrents or your Amazons, do whatever you do, check out the movie, and then you can laugh along with us on our episode in two weeks. So until next week, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Zadak, Eric Siska, Miss and Chris Cabin. Be excellent to each other and party on.